For the majority of my life, I have been passionate and dedicated about changing lives and growing businesses through synthesizing from the very best their strategies, their tactics, their mindset techniques to help you and your business grow. Join me as we take it to the next level. Welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. So we've all been in that experience where maybe it's a virtual cocktail party, maybe you're actually in a, a safe social gathering and someone says, what do you do? And the person says, oh, I'm a plastic surgeon. I specialize in helping uh, breast cancer survivors with their reconstruction. And you're like, okay, got it. Then the next one, what do you do? Oh, I'm a digital marketing specialist and I help basically people attract clients that they weren't even aware that they could generate. And then it gets to you and they say, what do you do? And you go, I sell real estate. Here's the challenge, my friends. Here is the challenge. We're all hopefully in this situation all the time, you know, sometimes 10 times a month, maybe even a hundred times a month, depending upon how social and how much communication you have into the marketplace. The challenge that I see repeatedly is most people when they ask, Hey, so what do you do? People say, I sell real estate. And you know what? Here's what I wrote down. It's not compelling. It's not different. It's not interesting. It doesn't make you stand out. It doesn't separate you against the three to 17,000 other agents they know in the marketplace. So here's my question for you. How's that working out for you? How's that working out for you? Do you find yourself automatically winning business in that moment? Or do you see them roll their eyes and say, Oh goodness, it's another real estate professional. Now I know it's not everyone, but you and I both know there's a lot of people out there that sell houses. And when people hear I sell real estate, a lot of people roll their eyes. So here's the challenge. If you can't separate yourself from the pack at a soccer game in a zoom cocktail party, I could argue that you also struggle then to market yourself differently, to stand out and become the consideration set on the consideration set for that person that you're marketing to. And that's the game. You want more people saying, Hmm, I'd like to hear more about that. Or I'd like to get you to know you better so I can see if you're the person we want to represent us. So here's what I wrote down. Hashtag lost in the sea of sameness. The reality is too many people are getting lost in the shuffle because there's just so many real estate professionals around the world. So here's what I wrote down. What do we do? What do you do? I wrote down in business. The answer is simple. You create a unique selling proposition. Now you probably heard that before unique selling proposition. What makes you stand out? What makes you different? What makes you better, more attractive, faster, easier, make me more money, do it in less time, etc., etc. But you know what I've discovered the vast majority of people. When I say, what's your USP? They say, how do I do that? So I thought what I would do today is share with you the basics and then give you four points for you to start to think about, because let's face it. If I just said, here's what I want you to use and you used it. And then the person next to you use it. And every other reason that watches the show uses it. Suddenly it's no longer a unique selling proposition. So you've got to create it on your own. Here's how number one, I wrote down for you just in terms of what it is. The unique selling proposition is the single thing that makes your product or your service in this case, different from the competition. I think about uh, the great Domino's pizza. Now you might say Domino's pizza. Great. They killed it with their USP. Remember fresh pizza delivered to your door in 30 minutes or less, or it's free. 
fresh pizza delivered to your door in 30 minutes or less, or it's free. Now, notice they didn't say the best pizza, because if you've had Domino's, one would argue, probably not the best, but if I wanted it fresh, like as in warm, in 30 minutes or less, or it's free, that's a compelling offer if I don't really care about the taste of pizza. Does that make sense? So, the key is, how do we separate you from the competition? How do we make you stand out? How do we make you recognizable? That's what a USP does. The second thing I wrote down is, the best unique selling proposition directly addresses the specific needs of your client, right? More importantly, the problems that they're facing. If I asked you to stop right now and just list out, what are all the problems that a buyer faces today in your marketplace? And you started listing them out. Is there an abundance of inventory or is there not enough inventory? Are they challenged by financing or is financing easy? If you started listing out all the different problems, immediately you're beginning to say, okay, so now how do I solve that? That could become your unique selling proposition as an example. What about sellers? What are the challenges that sellers face today? right? Are they comfortable having people inside their home? Do they want to sell for the highest possible price, right? What are the challenges and the struggles and the expectations that they have that they want delivered? And if you could demonstrate the solution over and over and over again, everybody's got a friend in the business, but all of a sudden now, yeah, okay, so I got to talk to Kathy, but you know, Kelsey's the one that really she was speaking directly to me. She seemed to really understand my problem. Now, consumers don't talk like that, but they just say, there's just something about her that we should talk to, right? There's just, you hooked them. You gave them something to think about that was meaningful, that was you know triggering them in their head and their hearts to say, we gotta talk to that gal. So, the best USP speaks directly to the specific needs of your client, the problems they solve, or the pleasure that they want. So. How do we build yours? Four things I want you to do. If I was sitting with you one-on-one, -on -one, the first thing we do is we literally, we'd start brainstorming out all of the things that you do that you think are unique, that are special, that are different, that serve the client. Now, the funny part is when I ask people this, they say, well, you know, I market the home. Well, okay, that's not very different or unique. Um, I do video. Well, that used to be different or unique, right? What do you do that's different and unique? Now, of course, as you're, you're watching this, you're like, wait a minute, what if I don't do anything that's different or unique? Hold on. I wrote down a few more questions. This is all in the number one. We wanna brainstorm out all the things that you do that's different or unique. So I wrote down, what are the clients looking for? Like, think about the last five buyers you met. What are they looking for? Not the specific house, I want a four bedroom, three bath, though that could be it. What are they looking for in the agent that represents them? What are they looking for in terms of negotiations, marketing, uh, turnkey solutions, uh, communication? What are they looking for? That I wrote down, what are they struggling with? Think about it. I mean, you know, if you look at the US, there's 1.4 million agents and you got, call it 10 million transactions, half buy side, half sell side. And we know like America's best agents, those men and women, about nearly 15,000 of them are selling 50 or more transactions, we know that there's probably half the agents in the country haven't sold a house, and yet some buyer or seller is dealing with those people. What are they struggling with? And then I wrote down, how do you solve it in a unique way? So you say, here's their problem. How do I solve it in a unique way? And you brainstorm, you start listing out. Even if it's not something you currently do, you could say the essence of it, or could be like this, or maybe I tried this, and boy, that could be special, that could be different. 
Then I wrote down also, what if you look at what you currently do, what could be unique about it? You could change the language. You could call it something. You know, this is my four-step process for X, right? Call it something which makes it unique. Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Then I wrote down, how does your service better serve the client? Create a better experience? Have it become more memorable? Have it become more special, right? Memorable really being the key. Like, how do I make it be more memorable? Well, like, everything about the experience. Maybe you you activate all five senses when you're with someone, right? You're really thoughtful about the experience, almost like showing up to Disneyland as an example. Then I wrote down, is there something special that you use from tech or a team approach or techniques that you use or marketing that you found to really move the needle? See, when you ask yourself these questions, all of a sudden what's gonna happen is, you're gonna to begin to formulate like, okay, here's the problems they have and here's what everybody seems to do. But I find that when I do this, the clients really dig it. They really appreciate it. Now, can I turn that into something? Can I make that something that I own, that's special, that's different, that I could use? So just like the surgeon I mentioned who said, I'm a plastic surgeon who specializes in helping former breast cancer uh, you know, survivors you know, with their reconstruction. It's so narrow, it's so niche that you're like, okay, if I ever know anybody, she's the one, right? That's the guy I wanna to refer to. That's what we're trying to create with you and your business. Now, that's all step number one. I told you there's four things we have to do. Number two, I wrote down, super important, don't try and please everyone. You've heard me talk about this. You've heard Jason Pantana talk about it. If, you, if you've worked with one of my coaches, we say the same thing, that if you try to please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. We wanna be unique. We wanna have a niche. We wanna have an expertise in something. And yes, I know you could say, is that a geographic farm? Is that first time buyers? The answer is yes, yes, and more yes. But don't get caught up in that yet. I wrote down the key for you is to recognize that in you know wherever you are in the world, there's millions of transactions that are happening. You're trying to help 25, 50, 75, 100, 500 of them. You don't have to solve the problems of all. You wanna be the expert at solving these problems so people say, that's who I wanna work with. That's the goal of the unique selling proposition. So number two is just be mindful. Don't make it so generic that it's like, I sell houses. Because how does that work for 1.4 million agents in the U.S.? I sell houses. People roll their eyes and say, okay, great, and they move on. Number three, use a simple pattern to articulate your unique selling proposition so it gets people every time. The pattern that I love is, ready? Well, you know how problem that they can relate to. Well, you know how problem they can relate to. What we do is unique solution unique, provocative, interesting, fascinating, right? Provable, super important also, 
provable solution. So, well, you know how problem, what we do is unique solution. Is that something you'd be interested in hearing more about? Now, when you're at a cocktail party and someone says, what do you do? You can say, well, you know how problem, and they're gonna be like, yeah, I've heard about that problem. What we do is unique solution. Oh, that's interesting. I've never thought about that before. Is that something you'd be interested in hearing more about? Actually, yes, let's talk. Let's go into a separate Zoom room or let's meet face to face because I want to hear more. The bottom line is this, a simple pattern like that gives you the power and the strength to cut through the noise and speak directly to their concerns, their problems, their worries, and how you solve them. Make sense? Number four and the last point is consider this. There's the old line of telling people, but there's really something powerful to showing people. Think infomercials, right? When they say, here, let's see how it does it. The you know little device, it makes guacamole, it makes salsa, and they're showing you and they're making it look so easy, you think to yourself, I can make salsa and guacamole too. Well, now let's put that into real estate terms. What I've loved forever is the mega open house. And I've been talking about it since probably, I don't know, 2010 now, where you would literally invite everybody in the neighborhood and your entire database to come to the grand reveal, the opening of your brand new listing at 1234 Banana Street. And if you really think about your customers and you know, hey, this is a community where a lot of new families are coming in, there could be a bounce house in the backyard, there could be a taco bar. And we have clients that have literally had, you know, tens of people hundreds of people show up to their mega open house. So let's just say as a seller attraction strategy, as I'm doing this and all the neighbors are invited in, what am I doing? I'm showing them how I do things differently. I'm showing them without saying a word how I can get tens or hundreds of people to come in and look at this property and potentially create a bidding war, which is pretty normal. And what happens is, just like that, you're on their consideration set. Now, in today's world, what's the same thing? It's watching agents do virtual open houses and driving tens or hundreds of people into these properties, whether it's on Zoom or StreamYard or whatever other solution you're using. Once again, you're showing people without having to tell them that what you do is different, is relevant, is meaningful, solves a problem, and guess what? That makes you special. So here's my question for you as you sort of reflect and think about what I've shared. The problem is obvious. It's not that we have too many agents. It's that we have too many agents that don't know how to separate themselves from the competition. So they use something generic like I sell houses, right? Or I sell real estate instead of something specific, something narrow, something that's special, something that's unique, that just is different. It's just different. So I become more memorable. And ultimately, what does that do? It puts you on the consideration set of more buyers and more sellers. And that's my job. That's my aim. So I can't wait to read your comments, whether it's on TomFerry.com or on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever I find you, Twitter too. Let me know, let me know. What's your unique selling proposition? I've got problems. How do you solve them? Let me know. See you soon. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.